Hello listener, this week's episode was plagued by bad luck, bad tech and bad language. Paul bit off more than he could chew this week, but it doesn't help if your co-host has set his levels way too high and your other guest forgot to record the main segment of the show, so had to cobble together a backup. Also, trying to do something simple like a radio play written by one of your most favorite comedy performers, should, in the future, be advised against. Especially when Paul can't act and Ash's audio is awful. Paul was this close to throwing the whole episode out. However, after all the pain he went through, he thinks you should suffer just as much. I sound like Dame Judy Dench, don't I? But I am not. I am an emotionless bot. With all that said, we really hope you enjoy this week's episode of Cheap Show. Big Willies. I am recording. I am recording. Eli, are you recording? I'm just, yeah. Y- yes. Is it on the right setting? The, your audacity's got your blue ball plugged in or whatever it's called. <laughs> yes, full blue balls <laughs> oh, in my audacity. Yes. yes I've done and, it's re- and you're recording now I'm and everything's fine. I'm recording now. I've done a test and stuff, mate. I've done, you know, it's not my well, first radio. And I'm recording on my phone for when it all goes wrong. So that's good. This is That's great. All right. Okay, so we're gonna, I'm going to do three, two, one, clap, right? And that helps me sync it all up. I know so. how it works, mate. We've all done that. I know, class. cool. It's not our first go reminding. round. It's not our first go round. <laughs> right, here we go. Ready? Three, two, one. Mine was late. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, well, I was just going to do the intro. And you said, fuck it. Oh, all right. So that's going to fuck up the editing. Let's do it again. We'll do it again. No, 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 no. I want to clap the again. The stay in the picture. Oh, fuck off. All right. All right, here we go. Here we go. Ready? We'll do it one more time. Yeah, I just, Three, oh, two. Oh, no. Well, my shut up, everyone. Is, okay, sorry. I'm sorry I keep talking. We do this every shut time. Up. I wish I'd stop. Every time. Shut up. No more Ready. from now on. You count us down, <laughs> and then we go. Here we go. It's exciting. Three. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> just do it. Ready? Three. On one or on three, two, one, it's clap? three, two, one, clap. Three, two, one, clap. Yeah. All right? Three, two, one, crap. Three, two, one, crap. Right. Here we go. Three. Two, one. <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Cheap Show, the most professional podcast. <laughs> I don't know if he likes doing it on purpose. No, that was no, you. You were late. You were late. I was no, bang on with Paul. There's a, no, there's a natural delay that when I put it all together in the edit, removes that delay. Ah. So it doesn't matter that you'll hear a claps later. <laughs> Jesus. Welcome to Behind the Scenes Cheap Show Edition. Okay, no, that's good. I'm ready um, then, Paul. Ready to go. Yeah. Are you uh, ready? No. Well, we are recording, and this oh, is I'm the ready podcast. to go. So tell me when to press record, and I'm away. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna rip both your pricks off like an angry snowman, and then eat them like an angry snowman. <laughs> an angry snowman already? What? <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's just let's just all calm down. Right. Let's all calm down. A snowman, angry snowman. To, well, it's all calm down. Eli, you're getting does, hysterical. How calm does a, down. How does a snowman bite my dick off? No, I bite you. You know what? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cheap Show, the economy comedy podcast with me, Paul Gannon, and my good friend. It's me, Eli Silverman. Hi. And welcome back into the fold, our wayward son. It's Mr. Ash Frith. Say hello. Hello, everyone. Hello, Paul. Hello, Eli. Hello. Hello, Ash. So now that we've all calmed down, let's, with a level head and a mighty heart, crack on and do something <laughs> we like to call Cheap Show. 
mighty heart. I hate you. Shut up, fucking noodle posse. Do you reckon anyone's ever put an actual heart into a snowman? Like a, a pig's heart or a, or a cow's <laughs> yeah, maybe heart? Like a, a serial killer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd yeah. be good. I'd like that. I bet that wasn't in the film, The yeah. Snowman. <laughs> no. Which one? The Raymond Burns one? Yeah, definitely not. No, the uh, the recent Fassbinder thriller. Did they reboot The Snowman with Fassbinder? No, it, yeah. was, it was a totally different story. No, they took the original plot by Raymond Burns of a child that befriends a snowman. And goes to the North Pole for an adventure, and they made it a serial killer thriller. How have we all been then? All right. Yeah, fine, mate. <laughs> I've, I've been really introspective in the last six hours, and I'm on the verge. So it's great to speak to you guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I my girlfriend's also my girlfriend's working from home, and I realised on day three that I might be the most annoying person to have ever lived. No. Eli exists. <laughs> I'm not annoying. I'm fine. I kept saying, I want those files on my desk by noon and things like that. And she's like, can you just stop saying that, please? Oh, so what, you've been trying to give her a, a kind of work environment Yeah, at I kept, home. like, goosing her and being yeah. sexually... And trying to sort of belittle her in the office place. <laughs> And she reported you to HR, who I presume is also you. Yeah, I know. And, you know, nothing's going to get done because me, <laughs> me and the guy from HR, we're quite close. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Paul. That suggests that Ash is having an illicit office romance with himself. Paul. I'm wanking off the guy from yeah, HR. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a lovely poem. What did you want, Eli? <laughs> I, can I just writer. say, I wanted to just add to this. I don't have a girl. Yeah. I don't have a girlfriend. So, right. Okay. So, do 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 obvious report. And today's <laughs> obvious sorry. report comes from Eli, you which can't... is you're a lonely old scrote. You are a fucking cunt. Do you want one, though, <laughs> Eli? Huh? Could you look after one, Eli? Do you want a girlfriend? Yes. Do you want a girlfriend or just someone who can wash you? I can wash myself. Wouldn't you like someone to wash you, though? Oh God! What can we get on with the show? Really? Why don't you buy a? Why don't you buy a monkey? And let the monkey wash you in the bath. Why don't you fuck a pig, a dead pig? <laughs> that is true. I'm not allowed out the house. You know what I mean? That's true. Also. With a strong heart. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. So anyway, on today's episode, we're going to be doing something very unusual. We'll be doing a cheap eats, but Eli will be doing all the eating for us, won't you? Yeah, that's right. I've got a lot of cheap eats here in the House of Pickles. Um, I've actually been eating some, just a, just a little... Uh, taste uh, an amused bouche. Um, you know, I've had mm. some uh, some barbecue flavored corn nuts. Oh, oh I, like them. I like them a lot. Have you had those before, Ash? Uh, yeah, absolutely love them. These are called nuts. 
double Z. What? Nuts. Nuts. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not nuts. What, what? Why have they got a double Z on? I, Is it because you, they're extra spicy or something? Because they're quirky. Have, you'd have to take this up with Payman, the... Uh, the manufacturers of these nuts. Nick Heyman, the 80s pop star. No, that's not what I said, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Eli, you can't start picking this apart, otherwise the whole podcast falls down. Yeah. Yeah, if you're in a retrospective mood today, Eli, we're fucked. Yeah, that is true. What do you mean, retrospective uh, mood? <laughs> what the fuck? What? I accepted that, Eli. <laughs> this is a real problem, Paul. He's becoming yeah. a real problem. I'm having a, listen, <laughs> Paul, I'll tell you what I'm having a problem with. Your fucking verbiage. It's nonsense. It's when you're not in the room. What it is, is when you're not in the room with me, I, it's hard for me to get the context when you say nonsense He's words. He's in a real retrospective you know I mean? mood today. I've noticed. <laughs> the off. snowman. The snowman biting someone's dick off just started me off. What? I can't drop it. Wow. You said snowman it... bite your dick off. <laughs> oh. uh, I've got no reply. No. I really don't. I'm trying to get on track I think we're all... with the nuts. You know what I mean? Think, you know what the highlight of my day is at the moment? It's having a poo. I get really excited when I know I can go to the toilet and spend some time by myself. <laughs> Try having two kids, mate. Nah, well, I haven't got the time. I hope I'm not on lockdown that long. <laughs> some people will be. Yeah, there are going to be a lot of babies, lockdown babies, aren't there? Uh, but also, do you think there'll be a lot of lockdown divorces? Yeah. I mean, where do you go? Imagine splitting up with someone now. Where would you go? Yeah, you would go. You'd go to the loft. You'd go to the loft, Ash, or something like that. I'm in the loft. I'm in the loft as we speak in the pod booth. I could. Live oh up yeah, here. is that where you have it in your loft? Yeah, I built it up here. I could live up here easily. It's got everything I need. And then one day you'll go down and you'll realise that your family moved out years ago and you've been haunting the new family that lived there. You think they've got a ghost? <laughs> it is a bit like that actually because my pod booth is on the side of the house that our neighbours are attached to and they've just had their roof replaced. So I oh. record our podcast up here that I do with Justin Panks, Pranks and Firth podcast. And um, yeah. and I could hear them tap, tap, tapping away and chatting and talking. And I was thinking, if they can hear me, that's weird. They're going to be really freaked out by just a voice in the loft. <laughs> it's a really foul-mouthed ghost in the attic. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. But it's completely soundproof now, so maybe That's good. they probably didn't hear anything. Well, we've also got coming up on the show today a uh, performance. We have been given explicit... Uh, 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 oh, fuck it. Permission. Hell. The word you're looking for is permission. <laughs> permission, Paul. We've permission. Been given Say permission. He didn't care. But Tim Heidecker, who... Is involved in what we're going to Wasn't perform from later. Police Academy. No, you're thinking of Gutenberg. You're thinking of Steve Gutenberg. Oh no, I was thinking, I was thinking of uh, Hightower. Oh yeah. What Hightower? I think we're all doing different podcasts. Oh, Paul, I'm sorry. I think I might be in a bit of a retrospective mood. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. Well, ha ha yeah. ha. Aren't you all witty? Yeah. Makes some is, sense. We're going to be doing a performance based on something Tim Heidecker, Greg Turkington, and Mark Prosch wrote via text to each other. And I said, can we perform it on our podcast? And he went, yeah, whatever. So we're doing it. Nice. <laughs> Content is low this week. Well, Enjoy what you're getting. You didn't ask me. Oh, I've, also, got, oh, I've got three different Mexican sources in here ready to go. Ash, I have interest. Do you care about sources? Uh, yes. All right. Well, it's two against one. Eli, you're allowed to do sources. Oh, uh, well, I'm, okay. I'll, uh, I just need to think about what sources I'll do. Oh, 
Uh, you did say ready to go. Yeah, I thought it was ready to go, so we're dropping the segment. No, now. it's we're ready to go. It's time. ready to go. No, They're just up there. No, no, it's too late now. No, it's not too Eli, late. You it's... had your chance. You built it up. It's never too late for source report. Feel very ready to go. Yeah, no, I thought it was ready to go right there and then. It is. Done is right, hang on. One second. Down. One sec. Hmm. Right, he's off for scurry. Doesn't feel he's very probably... ready to go, Paul. I know, but. You right. Know, He's just not professional. Right. And it's cheap, this sauce, as well. Oh. Yeah, because it's pots you get free in something, isn't it? No, so... no, no, no. This is a, a, a plastic bottle, but it is a bottle of sauce. And it's by a company oh. called Mexico Lindo. <laughs> I thought this lockdown couldn't get any worse. And, um, Mexico Lindo. And it's Mexican Lindo. Mexico Lindo. And, uh, Mex- it... Mexican Lindo. Not, I'm not doing an, a fucking character. Oh, <laughs> nearly. I'd love to hear Mexican Linda. <laughs> she's not. She's unwell. Um, so Mexico Linda, and it's called Seven Salsa Maris, which means seven seas, source of seven seas. And what? it has a. It's got a picture uh, of me- a clown. So what's it called? And it's got a little cartoon called? chili pepper who is also a, a pirate, and you can see that on the on the Mexican the Linda the pirate. Source. What does no. she sound like? <laughs> So Mexican Linda's a salty pirate who sails the seven seas. No, the name of the company Arr. is Mexico Lindo. Mexican Linda, yeah. yeah and the source, that. they're the manufacturer, and the source is called right. Seven num- Numeric. It's the number seven. That's a really long title for a source, isn't it? Weird. Yeah, it's weird. Seven Salsa Mares, meaning the sea. And it's got a little chili pepper pirate as its mascot, this source. Right. You ready? I'm, so the red it, hot chili peppers are all pirates. It costs one pound fifty, and I'm opening it up now. <laughs> Did you miss this, Ash? Um, I don't know about missed it, but I I'm think just, I might need it's, it. It's got a squeeze top. <laughs> it's got a little squeeze top. I'm going to pop the top now and get it, get a, a little huff report going. Right, um, mouth is watering. It's very tomatoey smelling. It's got a kind of vinegar, vinegar, sort of stale vinegar and tomato uh, smell. So uh, no, it's red, I should say. It's a deep red. I'm going to uh, just put a little... Uh, yeah. Oh, God, I've got it on my trousers. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. It's a meter's test. Oh, no. Has <laughs> a little bit gone on the end of your penis? It's good. No, oh. it's gone on my trousers. Right. <laughs> Can you tell us that you're wearing white jeans? <laughs> yeah. Week by week, Eli sounds more like my granddad. <laughs> right, I'm oh, gonna... no, it's got on my trousers. <laughs> I'm going to taste it now, guys. What, your trousers? Ah! Uh. Uh. <laughs> oh my word! Is it Is hot it horrible? or gross? It tastes like that tamarind stuff. Oh no! With chili. Oh, that's bad news. Hey. The guy from uh, Kingsman. Yeah. Tamarind Egerton. Yeah. <laughs> Tarragon Eggenham. <laughs> that was terrible. That sauce. Well, what a successful segment that was, Silverman. Thank you for wasting our time. He said he had three ready to no, go. No, it's fine. It's fine. We have a few more weeks ahead of us lockdown. We need all the content we can get. Calm down. We've done enough. Ah. Just before we move on, just before we move on with the show, I do want to bring up a topic from last week: the Crisp Walkers uh, conspiracy. Did you hear about this, Ash? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, long story short. Someone wrote an article saying, oh, uh, Walker's Crisps used to be green for cheese and onion and blue for salt and vinegar. And now they change around and some people are going, no, it was always like that. So 
the answer is it was always like that. Yeah. I've had a few emails yeah. from people yeah. such as uh, oh, Jordan got in touch, uh, Dean got in touch, a guy called Frederick got in touch, all with lengthy, lengthy emails explaining the history of Walker's Crisps. The weird thing is, I used to, as a, I remember being four, and I remember a way to go to sleep I used to have was to imagine a bag of Walker's Crisps, salt and vinegar, because they're my favourite crisps. You know they used to have the transparent window in them? Yeah. And so I used to lay in bed, and the thing I used to do to settle down and go off to sleep was to try and intricately like, imagine the bag, and then I'd gradually just fall asleep doing that. So I've known them to be green since I was at least four. Weird. That is weird. Thank you. Also, kind of sad that as a child you lay in bed imagining crisps. Look at the size of me now. I still go to bed imagining crisps, but what? now I could just eat them. <laughs> what did you used to imagine then, Paul, that wasn't sad? Come on. I used to uh, invent Inspector Gadget stories for myself and fall asleep. Oh, how charming. It is yeah, better, it is, actually. To be Thanks. fair, it is better, yes. What did you do, Eli? Just howl until you passed out. I used to think... It, that the au pair would kill me if I didn't have all of my head covered with the blanket. Great. What a totally middle class thing. <laughs> no, she'd yeah. be a zombie. She'd be turned into a killer. It's not her. She was fine. By who? The force of evil. Was it a sexy au pair or not so Oh, like God. Yeah. yeah. All, all, I mean, aren't all of them. <laughs> here we go. We've scratched it. We've scratched the surface here of Eli's 70s porn no. comedy lifestyle existence. <laughs> no, shut up. You used to think about... Right, Eli Silverman in... Ooh, pair. Episodes of Inspector Gadget. Yeah, well, at least I didn't fantasise over my living help. So what happens in these episodes? Does he have a go-go gadget dick? And it goes right up some octopus or something. Wow. (laughs) Right, well, we found out a little bit more about Eli already. Wow. I once saw an au pair's poo. (laughs) Okay, no, you do win. <laughs> how, 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 how? Uh, my friend had an au pair. The dad of the family was 100% having sex with her. She was right. very, very beautiful. And right. um, she. I went to the bathroom after her, and her poo hadn't flushed. And I remember seeing it and instantly not finding her attractive anymore. I think I was very fickle <laughs> as a young man. Well, it could put oh. you off temporarily, but you know. Yeah. Come back the next I day, mean, it's fading. It's the memory's fading, you know. But did the poo itself offend? Was it like knobbly and grotesque? No, you know what? I can I can all I can see it now, which must be a false memory. Yeah. Because I've got it with me. <laughs> How hard it. are I've, you right now? I fished it out. Um no, yeah, but I can I can see it in my mind's eye as it was, and it was incredibly yeah. smooth and perfectly brown. <laughs> and wow. But I remember seeing it and then not and thinking, oh, I don't find her attractive anymore. That's disgusting. Yeah, but everyone does it, Ash. Yeah. Okay. Well, what a heartfelt moment to end this segment on. It's irrational to be not sexually attracted to someone by discovering their feces, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. It is strange. Well, I guess it depends where you find it. It's irrational. Yeah. Anyone you, you'd ever have sex with in your life shits, shits all the time. Everyone's shitting all the time, See, aren't they? I mentioned about being a bit about having a moment today. I remember I once had a girlfriend when it was just sort of, you know, you were boyfriend and girlfriend, it wasn't anything serious. And I remember going around her house once and she had beans for dinner and that put me off her and we broke up. (laughs) I think I might be the problem. You're the problem. Yeah, I think it is you. I had beans today. Yeah. 
I'd eat beans every meal of the rest of my life if I could. But I just remember watching her eating beans and going, oh my God, she makes me feel sick. It was the way she was spooning the like, beans into you, into her gob, all slow. Into her arsehole. In- <laughs> she wasn't doing that. That would put me off. She consumed all her food via her bum. <laughs> like a hoover. <laughs> Did she go around like a dog? <laughs> you know what? Let's, uh, let's Like a dog. You know when a dog scratches his ass? Let's start again, shall we? You know when a dog... Let's start from the top. <laughs> It was like hungry hippos, but with arseholes. <laughs> right, okay, great. Lovely, lovely. Right, let's move on. All right. No, the crisps, right. that's what we were Everyone talking about. Every... No, the crisps, Paul. Everyone press. I haven't said my thing Ash, about the Everyone... crisps. And now, remote from the House of Pickles, it's Eli Silverman's Cheap Eats. Yes, yes, yes. But before we do that, I just wanted to go talk about crisps a bit more. By all means, Mr. Silverman, crack on. Now, Ash, you said you always knew Blue Walkers were uh, salt and vinegar. Green. Uh, Cheese and onion. Green were... (laughs) You've already obfuscated it already. You've ruined the point. And Paul, you... What was your actual position? Did you think that they'd switched at some point? No, I've only ever known them in the opposite manner as to the rest of Chris Brands. I got totally mandalered on it, didn't I? Because I really did think they switched at some point. But it was a complete urban legend. And you know what really brought it home to me and convinced me I was wrong? Was those pictures of vintage crisp packets. They had two different sort of uh, Walker's cheese, blue cheese and onion packets from the 80s. And yeah. one from the 70s. And I thought, God, I was wrong. People were sending me like links to adverts from like the late 70s of Ronnie Barker advertising Walker's Crisps. And in, and in the adverts, you clearly see salt and vinegar is you know green and cheese and yeah. onion is blue. And then there's that whole thing about, oh, well, Pepsi bought them. That's when they changed. It's like, no, that never happened. Yeah. They think there's actually one point I will bring up in an email someone sent to me. Because, again, all these emails were very long and in very in-depth. But uh, hang on, bear with me one second. So Frederick, uh, who emailed Cheap Show and gave me this whole load of information and pictures of different types of walkers, crisps from around the world and colour schemes, like apparently in Australia, salt and vinegar is pink, Eli. What? I thought <sighs> that would rile you. <laughs> it is strange how we associate a flavour with a colour. That is mad, isn't it? He ends the email, sorry, he ends the email by saying, thirdly and finally, there is no evidence for the colour of the packaging of Walker's salt and vinegar flavoured crisps ever being anything but green. There is, however, an image of a cheese and onion flavoured Walker's crisp packet that relates to a marketing campaign that became unofficially known as the Confuse and Alcoholic campaign due to the use of the slogan, any time is opening time from around the 1980s. That is clearly <laughs> blue. And that sends me a reference to that. But again... Still cheese and onion flavour, but in blue. So we can at least say 1980, it was a blue crisp for that f- uh, flavour of cheese and onion. It's always, always been blue. It's always been blue. Um, but do you, feel, do you feel like you've led a light? I have left. I've been in a different world this whole time. It's been like the Truman Show my whole life. I always thought that they switched. They never switched. They never switched. But coming back to your point, Ash... Um, it is funny how we associate a flavour with a colour, but you think that at base, when this all started, because crisps have the flavours that are other foodstuffs that have colours. So you'd think, for example, that the green from from cheese and onion is the colour of the onion. Yeah. You know, like, like a spring onion is very green, isn't it? 
I guess I think of a spring onion rather than an actual onion, which is weird. And I think of vinegar as blue. Why isn't vinegar brown? Yeah. Because you couldn't have brown packets of crisps. Because that's barbecue, isn't it? Or beef. I think of the sea as blue and the salt comes from the sea. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Thanks. Ash, this is good. Ash is good at this, looking at the the context of flavours. Ash. You now, must be what, so proud. Now, what I thought, as soon as you said that in New Zealand that they have pink um, salt and vinegar, is it must be they must have that Himalayan pink salt, pink salt. mustn't they? Himalayan? Yeah. Himalayan it's in Australia. pink salt. Yeah, but they must use a Himalayan pink salt a lot down there for their, their salt do and vinegar. Do they? No. We don't need evidence. We can just say they do. We can say stuff. No, you can't just say stuff. Why were when... Mon- Monster Munch yellow is, is beef, isn't it? Yeah, because cows are yellow. Yeah, They're but the yellow. difference with that is Monster Munch what? represents their flavours <laughs> with the monster, not the colour of the packaging. Yeah. So you know what flavour goes with which monster. Yeah. But why? What made them decide well, on that? But which why I'd, lords. I'd rather be the... Um, the In the, fact, uh, you could say, Eli, the crisp edgelord. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, There can't be easy settings on games. It restricts barriers in gameplay. God, I can't even take a joke. Oh, I'm Chris Medlord. Hello, Chris. Nice to hear from you again. C- can I just say, like, doesn't have the spark that last week did. <laughs> <laughs> right, so but talking of Chris, Paul, moving on to Cheap Eat, which is the section of Cheap Show where we taste food. Um, I'm... We've got some some PO box stuff for for me to try. Is that right? I haven't opened the bag. You uh, that you is sent true. Me. Through uh, covert means, I managed to get Eli some of our PO box goodies, and Eli will be therefore looking into the bag of PO box goodies and eating and rating and testing them. And me and Ash will just have to listen to Can his I... fat mouth chomping on. <laughs> oh my snacks. fat! I don't have. We've you know... we've been over this. I don't have a fat mouth, right? I have. <laughs> I may have slightly podgy fingers, and that is as far as I'll go. My mouth is slim. It's slimline. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's mouth. a beautiful. It's a lovely mouth. It's a lovely. You, your blues name was Slim Mouth Silverman. Yeah, old Slim Mouth Silverman. He got a slim mouth. He got a slim mouth, and I ain't got no girlfriend. Slim mouth. All right, I'll go get the crisps then, yeah? Slim Mouth Silverman does sound like the kind of guy you avoid in the park. <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd go over right. to it. <laughs> I haven't looked in here. So, um... Uh, Eli, what's in the bag? Let's see. I'm... Here's the scruffle of the bag, everybody. I like People like the scrummage like and the scruffle. like bag, plastic bag. Oh, my God. I'm going to love this shit, man. <laughs> The first thing out of the bag is an extremely strong item. Uh, these are some yeah. crisps. Old Dutch ketchup flavoured. Now, I believe there's a letter that comes with this bag, so you might want to have a little perusal of it, because it will explain yeah. some of the things in the bag, I think. Well, should I take them out first and then look at the letter, or what? Well, you do whatever you want. You're in charge. Next thing out, more crisps. Blair's Death Rain Buffalo Wing Potato Chips. Those are the spicy ones. Yeah, um, they're from last week. That's from uh, Benjamin. I've got some crisps here. Ridgies. All dressed. Ah, these are the all dressed, Paul, which were mentioned. Yeah. These are these are Canadian all dressed because we tried those shebang, all the whole shebang crisps, which were prison crisps on Digitizer. Yeah. 
and these are the equivalent apparently of having all flavors in one i'll be enjoying tasting those a little later can you imagine ash i mean i can't but i'm gonna vicariously imagine eating crisps via eli there's a couple of soft drinks in here they look korean uh, one <laughs> seems to be a pear soda little nice squat little can there um, i think it's grape and peach i think they're two sodas grape and peach this has definitely got apples on it, so uh, you're lying. Why is peach or, not a bigger thing over here? Like, I love the taste of peach. Why isn't there more peach stuff? I don't know. I love, I love the taste of peach as well. I think the best taste of peach flavourings is when you can taste the fuzz in the flavour. No, I can't eat the fuzz. Like, I'll eat a peach slice, but I couldn't eat the fuzz. It would set my spine on edge. <laughs> the, fuzz, the fuzz is part of the experience. No. I like, to f- I like the fuzz. I'm very much a modern yeah. peach person. Eli and I like well, the fuzz. If you don't like What's the fuzz, also, Ash, what you want is a nectarine. It's but, a fuzzless I peach. I mean, if you, you can't eat a nectarine because it says ripen in the bowl. You leave it for four days, it goes rotten. You eat it after three days, it's too hard. There's no, there's like They must have a 20-minute window where they're edible. <laughs> Are you doing some stand-up from 1986? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm, an, I'm genuinely annoyed by it. Fucking hell, look at these pickles, mate. Oh yeah, the pickles from last week. The 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 I can't remember the name of the company now, but Daddy Sis, Mommy uh, Dill or something. What are they say? What do they say? Uh, one is these are by Van Halton's. One is Sour Sis, a tart and tangy pickle. These are individual pickles in in uh, sachet things. One They're is a big hot pickles, Ash. I hot want Mama, which is a hot and spicy pickle. I don't think yeah. I want to eat post pickles at any stage anyway. And then uh, a big papa. <laughs> Big Papa is what Big I'm looking pa- forward to uh, because this <laughs> because it's a hearty dill pickle. Yeah, in it. I used to uh, do a bit of tour support when I was uh, remember when I was a stand-up comedian before all this lockdown happened. In the long, long time ago. Yeah, and um, one particular act that I used to work with, he used to get food at every show where people would just leave piles and piles of food for him. And we would never touch it because people go, oh, I made you a cake. Or, oh, I made you this. And one time I was like, I was so hungry. I was like, what? Can we just eat some of the stuff? He's like, I opened yeah. up one tub and it was millionaire shortbread. First thing I noticed was in the chocolate, there was a thumbprint. And then as I thought, well, if I don't eat the thumbprint, I can eat the other bit. And then yeah. he just sort of pulled it apart. And there was just a hair running through the chocolate. Just uh, and I was like, uh, uh, that's why you don't eat any of it. Do you know what? Just, just You can't call it a millionaire fucking shortbread if there's a big big pube or something in yeah, it. You know? exactly. That's what yeah, millionaires do. It it's stock. How do you know? Well, that might be how millionaires what? live. They, <laughs> they, might go, they might go, hey, get me my millionaire's shortbread and make sure it's crammed with pubes. my lord i have brought you in the finest millionaire shortbread and it is jam-packed with the pubis of your gardens garden tender (laughs) 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 your garden tender Paul, you need to lay off the wacky backy, my friend. <laughs> so are you going right. to eat one of the pickles, Eli? I'm going to read the letter. Imagine... Shouldn't I read the All letter? Right. Well, the pickles don't come... The pickles are from last week. All right, well, I'm going to read the letter and... anyway. 
I like read this letter. letter. I like the way the letter started. Oh, are you going to read it out loud or in your head? I've, I've out loud. <laughs> are you ready? Yes. Are you ready, Ash, though? 12 yep, minutes yes. in, we haven't done a fucking thing yet. Go on. <laughs> it's nice, nice to have you back on the show, mate, by the way. Uh, it's great to be here. I saw someone talking about who would you like to be locked down with, and so I said, oh, imagine being locked down with Eli. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I'd choose Eli. Of all the people, I'd choose him. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <laughs> right. Okay. Hello to Eli and his I mean, talented... I am going to take that personally. I am going to take that personally. Yeah, but I would choose Eli over you. I would love you like no other. You wouldn't need, you wouldn't want for a thing if you live with me. I, think I would we service would be, you. I think we would be bad for each other. That's my thoughts. Baby, a little bad's got to be a little good, right, honey child? No, I think oh we'd both just word. end up topping ourselves. Come on, lock down with me, and I'll get me big Papa Dill pickle out. Um, I think oh. I'll just probably go to Eli's. Did you, yeah, Eli, did you just fart? No, absolutely heard, not. No, I heard a fart. Well, you'll hear back on the recording. I just made a little uh, throat noise, is what it was. Are you ready for this letter? 13 minutes and 46 <laughs> seconds. I should be reviewing the footage. Yes. If, if you had a tongue in your arsehole, would you make fart sounds with your mouth or your arsehole? What? Mouth. <laughs> How I could you? I, what? I don't know. Oh, you mean if your what? mouth, if your arsehole had a tongue, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you still go I f- You said if you mouth? had a tongue in your arsehole. And already I'm in some kind of brothel situation, you know? I am talking about if you had a tongue in your arsehole. Right, someone's tongue in my arsehole, yeah? I've paid, have I paid for it? No, like a new tongue. (laughs) How much have I paid for this? Wait, I'm confused. Is Ash offering to put his tongue up your arsehole on the lockdown? (laughs) I mean, like I say, stand-up is really closed down at the moment, so... Stand-up, kneel down more like from this point on, Ash. Am I right? Yes. Suck a dick. <laughs> Hello, this is the letter. <clears throat> what the letter's sentient to can speak. This is amazing. <laughs> Fucking shut up. <laughs> Hello to Eli and his talented sidekick, Paul. <laughs> Say hello to them. Hello to them. On the recent Digitizer Prison Food Taste Test episode, you both tried some potato chips or crisps called the whole shebang. And That's Mr. Right. Bifford mentioned another flavour in comparison, and neither of you seemed to know what he was talking about. So I thought you might like to try some all-dress crisps for yourselves and compare them to the American crisps. It's a Canadian flavour of crisps. It's a very common flavour available there, apparently. That sounds like a lie. It was created in Quebec. So that's a, a real place in Canada. In 1978, <laughs> it's been a staple in convenience stores for as long as I remember. Right, well then test it. Taste it. We want to get your... We want want the Huff report. We want to taste. And the letter goes on to say how he likes my noodles bits and stuff. Uh, And this is from Ryan... Let's just go through the letter bit by bit, and you can eat the things as they come. Ryan Unrah. Brian who? Unrah. From Thundercats. Uh, Unrah. (laughs) Brian Mumrah. (laughs) That's what we're calling him. Fair play. No, it's Unrah. Runrah. Unrah. No, no. It is Mumrah now. Right. Are you ready for me to taste these ketchup-flavoured crisps? 16 minutes in, I should say so. Now, these are, manufactured... <laughs> <laughs> these are manufactured by a company called Old Dutch, and uh, they seem to have a motto, quality lives here. What here they're referring to appears to be a windmill. So, um, these are in date. They go off this, this month. 
Um, Fucking hell. I don't, need, I don't need everything on the packet. No, actually, tell a lie. They're out of what? date. They're out of date. <laughs> they went off on March oh. the 4th. So, Plot twist. I'm going to get the half on. Um, Here we go. I'm going to snip the corner off uh, for my patented half injection mode. Um, snip the corner off, and then here we go. Oh, mate, that's a beautiful, beautiful half on these crisps. I know I'm going to love them. Is the bag really cheap plastic? It sounds awful. Really? No, it's quite good plastic. Silver. Oh, the half is so nice. It's a really rich, ketchup-y smell. Bit sweet, salty, bit of vinegar. It's got great amplitude, and you've got a whole sort of uh, range of ketchup-y flavours coming out of the smell now, alone. Eli, do you know in our, uh, how we rate crisps, one of our most popular categories is yes. accuracy. How we've always been known for talking about how accurate a flavour is. Paul, uh, Paul. What, how do you even describe it if it's an everything flavour crisp? Paul, yes. one, I've got two points to make about what you just said, right? Point one. I'm not tasting the all flavour crisp at the moment. I'm tasting the ketchup ones, you naughty. Oh. Right? Yeah. And I'm not going to play along. It was Mr. Biffo's thing. We're not nicking it. We're just borrowing it. We're using his accuracy uh, You know thing. what, e- Eli? I, 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 I only made my error about the crisp because you're a boring, feckless... <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, this is what you do. Maverick... Maverick it, it broadcaster. Look, I think everyone, including our listeners and Ash, wants me to get back to tasting these crisps. Now, you should do some more fucking listening, yeah, and know what item I'm tasting, okay? Because I mention it clearly. These are Valid. old Dutch ketchup flavour crisps. Anything to add, Ash, about this? I'm Anything? L- I'm looking forward to the taste test. Right, I'm opening them now, Paul. You've sallied this. No. You've just been very brusque to Ash, and I think he's a bit offended now and upset. No, I'm I tasting just, the crisp now. I feel now. a bit like Eli's been very retrospective today. <laughs> yeah, now, he is. <laughs> now, um, these crisps have a colour to them. Uh, they are tainted an red. orangey? Oh, yeah. Oh, tainted, tainted red. With uh, a ketchup-y flavour. And I'm going to taste them now, all right? Oh, oh mate. What? They're brilliant. <laughs> they're Do they brilliant. taste of ketchup? They taste slightly old, but I'm ignoring that and going to what they taste like if they were fresh, you know? Oh, man. There's not a lot of explaining mm. going on. No, there's not. I'm waiting. I'm hanging on your every word. Basically, Eli's enjoying some crisps in this section. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Very tomatoey, very ketchupy, very accurate. I'd give it a high accuracy scale. What's the crunch like? Again, I think it's been compromised by them being not quite in date, so it's hard to say. But they look like ordinary crisps, Um, quite thick cut. Got a yeah, got some heft. Got some. They're very good. Very good. Old Dutch. Right. Next. This is the every flavour crisp now. Do you want me to taste the every flavour crisp now? Yes, because that's what you started with in the letter, and I presumed you'd eat first, having just talked about it. But instead, you opened up the ketchup, and it threw me off. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Now, these are made by Old Dutch as well. These are Ridgie's All Dressed. Ridgie's... Oh, I don't know who's making who, making what now. What They're the both ha- made by the same oh. company. They're made by the same... Thank you, Ash, the voice of sanity. Now... Um... You could almost say, Eli... 
It's double Dutch. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, um, these are the that. Ridgies. Come on. Ridge- Come on, that deserve better. You could say that. You could say that, Paul. Yeah. Now, you know these what, are. Ash, don't come back. I've had uh, enough. <laughs> these are Ridgies. With Eli in a lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> these are Ridgies. Yeah. Which is, yeah. Uh, uh, is a crinkle. Is It refers to the crinkles. So, like McCoy's. Like a McCoy's crisp. Yeah. 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 And it's I all don't know dressed. why they make any other kind of crisp. I agree on that point, actually. All crisps should be crinkled. They there. did. Um, they did a kettle chip, salt and vinegar crinkle cut, and it was the best crisp I've ever tasted. But wow. you can't get them anymore. Crinkle. I've never seen a crinkle cut kettle chip. Yeah, they just don't exist anymore. I don't know what happened. They probably weren't very popular. Well, you know, like a crinkle, a uh, uh, a uh, kettle chip is quite rough on the mouth already. Perhaps they found yeah. people were having sustaining quite major mouth injuries where the you know <laughs> the combined hardness of the uh, the natural sort of brittle hardness of a kettle chip combined with the ridges turned into a sort of natural sore you know in the mouth and kind of sawed a bit of your gum off while you're trying to Someone swallow it cut their like head that. clean off swallowing a <laughs> ridged kettle chip um so the other interesting thing to mention about these ridges all dressed is that there is a photograph of an all dutch catering van with an open side, you know, like those ones you get at car boot sales or whatever. Oh, like a food um, truck kind of thing. Yeah. Weird. What do they sell? I don't. Yeah. It doesn't have anyone in it. It's an empty food truck. It's not going to be crisps, sort of abandoned. is it? Apparently, maybe they sold things. I don't know. There must be some... I'm going to look at the letter, but let's first get on to getting the Huff Report from these all dressed. And, oh, uh, this is going to be the... exciting. Because back to my point from before, if we're going to taste things, you know, rate things on accuracy, if a flavour is every flavour... What, how accurate can it be? You you rate it on how accurately it tastes of every flavour, Paul. I don't see what you're not getting well, here. What does every flavour taste like, though? We'd need well, a universal base standard. Based, oh, yeah, within what spectrum of things? Well, food, probably. So it's going to have a fishy taste? It's going to have a gamey fish. taste? No, the shebang... fruit. Well, you say that. The shebang did manage to taste of, simultaneously, barbecue, salt and vinegar, salt and vinegar. Uh, prawn cocktail... And cheese and onion, so that was they they deliver. All of those things are going on in your mouth at once. I'd be surprised if these all dressed uh, uh, are as good, honestly. Right, well, go on then. Now, because also those those shebangs are made for like prison, so they've got like some real punch because people in prison get bored and stuff, so they want a crisp that really fucking takes them on a journey. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's so, why they do it. People in prison, they do want to look out for their flavour sensations. <laughs> yeah, they're all over that. Now I'm going to huff, inject the huff, which I've been pinching hole closed on this packet right now. Hmm, <laughs> not much going on. Oh, no, just a sort of general. Absolutely thrilling. The huff is like a. Paul, the this huff is your is section. A, this is it's a general. Your podcast. It's a sort of just it's a not general. My podcast. It's a general sort of crisp smell coming off them. I'm gonna get, get eaten. In. I'm going to get in there. Again, they've got, on, a, then. they've got an orange kind of appearance, these as well. As if right. they're coloured. And they're ridged, micro-ridged. Did we find out if these ones are in date? Oh, yeah, the in date, yeah. Um, ooh. What's Al? It's the man <laughs> who used to help Sam Beckett in Quantum Leap. Yeah, but what does Al mean as a month? Old August. I think maybe? it's a... No, it's a French. What's the French month, Al? April. Oh, right. oh it might be April. That's a, good, that's a good one. Well, then it's gone off, hasn't it? No. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. No, it hasn't. Yeah. Oh, I forgot no, who I hasn't. was. Right. I'm eating one. Did he say I right. forgot who I was? Yeah. Oh, God. How could you oh. forget? 
Wow. Oh, Eli's now having a wank. Wow. Ooh. I tell you what, this they're really what? something, these all dressed. Mmm. Oh. I didn't think a crisp could be so uh, nuanced and complex in its flavour. But wow. That is a unique flavour. Mmm. What are you picking up though? It's sort of like a um sour cream uh sort of taste and uh Is there a beef element to report? There's no beef, but there's a definite umami. <laughs> How about cheese? Can can we do we hear any confirmation on a cheese sensation? No cheese, it's no like cheese. It's the scene of a crime, and you're talking to him on the radio. There's, un, there's a sweetness. <laughs> there's a there's a sweetness, but it's not overpowering at all. It's not a cloying it's like my sickness. It's mm. really hard to describe. Actually, weird. It's different from the other ones we had. The big shebang. The, the shebang. It's very much uh, not as powerful a flavour at all, but. Definitely comparable in niceness to the shebangs. Very nice, crisp. Very nice. Wonderful. What's next on the letter? Let's have a look. Sorry. Hang on. It's a common flavour there. It appeared in Quebec in 78. Right. This flavour of crisp is normally coated with four or other of the other five most common flavours available. Salt and vinegar, barbecue, sour cream and onion and ketchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, a, uh, yeah, it sort of did taste like all those things. The only common crisp type not in all dressed is dill pickle. And I've already tried that well, flavour in a previous episode, he's saying. So he didn't sell me any dill pickle crisps. Just send them. Send them, Mumra. When in you doubt, I mean? send them out. Se- yeah, send me some dill crisps, man. Jesus, I'll eat those. I would eat them on my deathbed. Okay, that's there you go. They're very nice. Um, yeah. no, but what, not, else the, what else does he send? Uh, let's see. Uh, we've got some spicy crisps now. Blair's Death Rain. Now, we got sent some Blair's, didn't we, that we tasted on the sauce report before. Blair's Death. Um, oh, did hot, we? Hot sauce. Yeah, it came with that little plastic uh, skull. Do you remember? Yes, I do now. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so, so what, this is crisp based on that flavour. Yeah, and it says it's got a little um, hotness meter in the form of a little diagram of a thermometer. And it's only halfway up. It, it says me- medium hot. On this packet of crisp, it says feel alive. Which is their shtick, like you know that you you would eat chili or hot food as a sort of thrill ride to experience something, rather than because it just it tastes nice to you. Do you know what I mean? So if you're ah. sitting alone in the dark, sad, you can spice up your bit of your bit of your life just with a bit of a yes. chili with a crisp. Yes. Right. With now, do crisp. you like hot? Both you... have gone with a thermometer rather than the chili. Yeah. There is Why a, do you just put lots a, of chilies? There is a chili. Some. You're right, Ash. Very astute of you. They do sometimes have a chilli with the calibration of hotness on it. But Blair mm. have gone for a thermometer, which is more clinical and uh, more threatening, isn't it, really? Do you think? Yeah, it's more medical. It's like, this is medically how hot this uh, this uh, chilli is in this, you know? Whereas but it, uh, I ask you, I ask you, what if it is a anal thermometer? Shut up. You're so Maybe shit. Maybe you should start putting the crisps up your arsehole. Now these crisps, <laughs> shut up! These cri- one, one by one they went, crunch, crunch, crunch in his arsey goodness. What would be the best crisp to put up your bum? What's, what's it? it? No, it wouldn't. <laughs> and what's it would totally it would. disintegrate upon entry. It wouldn't even get in there. You need something again, no. like a kettle chip, which has some, some rigidity. I'll tell you, you need- what, you want some fun? Knickknack. Oh, yeah. hang on. That's yeah, but knickknack. You're now you're thinking. Now you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> A knick-knack could survive the entry. 
intact. What's it's just going to turn to orange mush on the on the I way? I feel in? like Knickknack might press every G spot up the male bottom. Yeah, <laughs> and it now, also makes a funny sound when it comes out as well, like a little xylophone. Now, one of these things I'll say about uh, this these crisps, these Blair's Death uh, Buffalo Wing crisps, it says "Feel Alive" on the side. Yeah, very very nineties kind of extreme sort of marketing they're going for. Huff report, please, Mr. Silverman. I'm snipping the corner off right now, Paul. I've got the half ready to be released. I'm pinching the nodule, the sweet, sweet half air into my nostril hole. Right, good. Oh! Woo! That is... Oh, dear. That is a powerful, vinegary huff. Straight up. Oh, makes your eyes water. I'm going to go back for more. Make your eyes water (laughs) is the worst soldier. (laughs) <laughs> Eyes water <laughs> oh. They've got a very strong And they these are cauldron um, Cauldron cooked ash Which is I believe what they How they refer to um, Kettle cooking You know Because that's what kettle chips Got their name From the yeah. kettle Where they cook yeah. them You know Do you believe that? What? Do you believe they cook those things in a cauldron? I just don't believe they can mass-produce crisps on that kind of scale cooking in a kettle. They probably do, but it's probably a big industrial cauldron which you couldn't recognise as a cauldron. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't get so any wi- bollocks. You don't it? get witches trying to put put frogs in it or anything. You know, it's absolute bollocks. I mean, I've got a bit of stand-up. I don't want to pretend I haven't. That is about <laughs> hand-cooked crisps because my oh, girlfriend yeah. once said to me about, "Oh, go and get the posh crisps." I said, "What do you mean the posh crisps?" She went, "You know, hand-cooked." crisps i said what are you talking about hand cooked crisps and then she said they're the posh ones and you look and it's written on so many yeah. bags of crisps but i know it doesn't it can't be true at no point no it's not is any you've got crisp. some guy with a big net don't you you've got some guy with a big net who sort of stands several metres away from the cauldron and yeah because like... he's not going anywhere near the vat of boiling oil in 2020 is he no bollocks that's what i say yeah you're right. It is. It's a, ve- a load of marketing shit, but they are quite delicious crisps, aren't they? They are the best, and crisps. they're they're different, aren't they, than the normal crisps in I some love way? An oily food. <laughs> so when you do that bit in your stand-up, is it funny? Uh, ah, yeah. really good. But zing! Oh, I got all the hot takes. Yeah, yeah, right. it's good. Thank you for asking, uh, <laughs> Paul. I'm about. I'm just going to taste these. These again, just to remind everyone. That oh, I thought you had. Blair's you drone on so much. Death right. rain, buffalo wing. Cauldron cooked potato chips. Here, here goes. I worry that this section's too short. Not short enough. Right. <laughs> it's weird. Should I be wrecked when listening to him eat? <laughs> yeah. Because uh, those those are the weakest of the three so far. Oh, but they're the best half. Yeah, yeah. I thought we were in for an exciting time. The flavour doesn't get released. You have to really break it down, and then the heat comes through. And it, it they're Do you quite think hot. the flavour has escaped into the bag? They've got a sort of chickeny flavour, and they are buffalo yes. wing flavour. So I'm changing my mind. They're actually quite nice, but just couldn't be as Hang good on a as minute. those. I've just uh, something has just occurred to me that buffalo wings mm. means chicken wings and not buffalo bits of buffalo. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Just... Why are they called buffalo wings? Because the sauce was invented in 1966 in the city of Buffalo, New York. There we go. So it... It's not like someone was trying to sell off buffalo legs and saying, "Oh no, it's." They're called buffalo wings. No. I've, uh, well, that's no. my realisation at this. But having never eaten them, obviously, that has just occurred to me that they're not bits of cow, they're bits of chicken. It's a unique kind of sauce. Buffalo refers to that sauce, which is both very vinegary and hot. 
basically. Yeah. I Maybe think... it was a sauce invented by a buffalo. Yeah. No, I told you what it was, Paul. It's not. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the best thing ever invented by an animal has been? Didn't animals invent? Um... I can't think of a thing an animal's invented. Uh... To be fair. I don't, I know what. I've, have you seen that video of a chimpanzee <laughs> a fuck toy. Fuck, yeah. using a frog as a he didn't invent that wanking he aid and invent. fucking it to death? <laughs> I mean, no, he just it's not invention. If I stick <laughs> my did. dick in a, he did. It could be argued to have a bath lotion. I haven't invented that. Bath. <laughs> 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 Bath lotion. What's, you get bath Mate, lotion. Ba- What's bath, bath lotion? You lotion. do. Lotion you No, you in the don't. Bath. No, you don't. Bubble what bath. is bath lotion? Um, what is bath lotion? No, for what? Bubble bath. It helps your cream exfoliates or something. I don't know. Moisturizes it. <laughs> it helps you cream. Helps you cream. Make is just by sticking your dick in something. Oh, you hilarious man. Bath lotion. You've just invented a new T-shirt. Paul's bath lotion. Gannon's bath lotion. Gannon's bath lotion. You can stick your dick in it. After a long day at work, draw a bath and slide inside. Paul's bath lotion. Oh, it's very, very, very musty. It's very musty. Yeah, Yeah. it pops its head up out of the bath. Could Could the advert have a fish in it? Hello! Oh, Hello! God. It's got vitamins! Like that. So do the whole ad again, Ash, and I'll play the fish if I may. Alright, and then um, I'll pop up, yeah? After a long day at work, draw yourself a hot bath and slide inside with Paul's bath lotion. Smish smash! Hello! It's got vitamins! Well, thank you for coming in, Mr. Silver. We don't think you're quite right for the role. So uh, thank you for coming in, and it's a no oh. Gannon's bath lotion. This is a coffee crisp. This uh, I'm eating now, guys. Oh, good. By the way, that's from the letter as well. This apparently it's another sort of very traditional Canadian snack product. Did you say toffee crisp? No, coffee crisp. Coffee. What kind of bar Ugh. is it? It's right. very. It's got some heft. It, it. It's just a plain. It looks like a marathon or any number of sort of uh, generic chocolate nutty bars. caramel that's nougat it. bar. It's just a sort of bar shape, you know. There's no, there's no distinction. It's just oblong, for want of another word. Um, so I'm smelling it. It's got a, what other word did you want? Uh, another word for oblong. Have you got one? Rectangular shaped. No, no, no. I was wondering whether you had one. Well, I wouldn't have okay. said for want of one, if I if I had one, <laughs> would I? Because that's why I went with oblong. I thought it was a perfectly good word. I don't know why you were looking I know. for another one. Well, I'm never satisfied with my word choice. That's what it is. You know. I think you're very, very dexterous when it comes to your words. <laughs> well, that, you... As opposed to your hands. Which are fat little sausage <laughs> men. Right. So, yeah. I'm going to... I'm just keep... Tr- little cocktail weenies on a big burger. I keep trying to put this, this chocolate bar into my mouth, guys. Would it fit in your anus? <laughs> yeah, with your big tongue. It's very wafery. What his anus? This coffee crisp and it it's um very um very sweet, quite a subtle coffee taste, uh, not much chocolate flavour, but quite pleasant. You could imagine that going down with a nice hot cup of coffee. 
Very nice. Wonderful stuff. Is there anything else left on that I letter mean, for you to eat? The fact that you didn't say anything to going down with a hot coffee, Paul, I'm staggered. I can't let them all... I've got to let a few go by, otherwise this podcast will go on for days. Um, well, there's what? these pickles, aren't there? Do you want me to taste <laughs> one of these pickles? No, no. Can I just... Uh, I did no, want to... No, I just wanted no, to say something about a pickle, one of the, these pickles and their appearance and girth. <laughs> yeah, there's a big girth. Ash, these pickles are very much smooth... And large, the mm. way I imagine your yeah. friend's au pair shit was. <laughs> all those <laughs> all those days, years oh, ago. Yeah. All those days and years ago. Send me a picture, I'll see Well, if there will be, be pictures of all of the food I'm tasting today <laughs> from Ryan Unruh, won't there? Yeah, you have to take pictures of them for me. Yeah, and then where will those be available for the listeners to see? Thecheapshow.co.uk Shall I just taste one of these pickles? I'm just going to taste the one, just to all let right. people know, yeah? Just test one. Just test one, but be careful. There's a lot of there's a lot of pickle juice in them, so don't yeah, spill them I'm on your pants. I'm aware of that. I've already got some some chili sauce. And also, when you taste the big pickle, can you just at the at the beginning just just put your tongue on the tip of it just for a little bit and just lick it ever so slightly, and then just I don't know, put your lips on the top of it, but don't quite bite down, but just kind of just rest your lips on it, and then I don't know, slide your mouth down slowly over 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 the pickle. And then bring your tongue down deep to to to, to just think. Oh. Ash. Yeah, I didn't no. like it either. Paul, <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh. just just eat it slow. Get a hold eat of yourself. Slow. Get your hold of yourself. I am, mate. Right. I am. <laughs> That's Come on, the problem. Now this is a Van Holten's Big Papa Hearty Deal pickle, and it says on it what very much a wreck. It says right now. one. Come on, get going. One portly pickle. Yeah. And it has a cartoon of which is where you live. It has a cartoon. That's the address of the House of Pickles. A... One portly pickle. <laughs> now, uh, it proudly supports boys and girls clubs of America. It's made in the USA. It's one I've seen these kind of pickles. These are individually packed pickles, and you would not believe the markup on these things. Think how much a jar of pickles just costs. A couple of quid, yeah, at the most. But yeah. one of these individually wrapped pickles in a gas station in America will set you back four bucks. Oh, for a pickle? Yeah, it's because it's the convenience of having a pickle on the go. It's not that convenient. You have to get into it. It's it's, it's a tight. But it's one of those things. It's like a pickle. it's like a Capri Sun uh, packet. So it's got a sort of a base which you can rest it on. So it's upright. So you can snip the top off. And there's your pickle in the water. So it's it would. Uh, you meant to drink the pickle juice from around the pickle, or you could drain it out the side of the car. You know, just just splash it out. Lovely. Oh, where are my scissors? Hang on. Here we go. So the finale of this segment is going to be Eli eating a big pickle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to snip it. The dreams come true. And it says you shouldn't uh, refrigerate this because it's been vacuum packed. The water is a very briny yellow and almost foggy and behind it is the the majesty of this quite oversized dill pickle it's a whole whole mini cucumber basically isn't it oh i'm just going to sample some of the uh uh the pickle water i've snipped the <laughs> I've snipped the top off oh my god the dill smell coming off this fuck wow <laughs> <laughs> oh Oh, God, that's so pickly. This is great. <laughs> I'm just going to have a bite of it. Fucking hell, mate. Go on. That is a... That have, is, have a nice slow bite. I have to say, Paul, this this is a magnificent pickle. It really is. <laughs> if you got that in the... Are we still in a truck, truck stop? If you got that in a chippy, you'd be like, fucking hell. 
top marks. It stinks of dill. <laughs> you gonna have a bite? I've got. I've had a bite. Oh, he's had a bite. It's quite nice, yeah. Mm. Uh, not as. Is it? Did it say it was hot and spicy? No, this, this is one? this is the dill one. Do you want me to taste the hot and spicy one? No, no, no. I just wanted to know what that flavour was because I know there are three different types of dill. I guess flavour, but what no, was that no, one again? no. This is the dill. Only one of them's dill, and it's the big papa. Oh, Heart, hearty dill pickle. Oh, the sour sis is tart and tangy. And the mama, right. it's hot mama, isn't it? She's a hot mama, so that's the chili uh, one. Okay, I just wanted to make sure. So does it does it achieve what it says on the packaging? Is it hearty? It's definitely good pickle, um, but the fla- the actual taste and texture was the least good thing about it. The smell and the appearance were much stronger than the actual, you know, it's just more of a generic sort of dill pickle taste and texture. Texture isn't fantastic. Fair. You know, you, not very crisp. You could slice it up, though, I guess. Put it in a salad. Be lovely, in, could you? lovely in a burger. Lovely. Sliced. Oh. So you could basically, you get a burger. If your burger hasn't got enough pickle on it, grab one of these from the truck stop after you've been to uh, the burger place and just shove that in your gob. That's the end of the segment, Paul. Or you could or you could use the packaging like a, like a monkey fucks a frog. <laughs> also, did you see... Uh, that gorilla that wa- was wiping its ass with a baby gorilla. <laughs> no, yeah. you need to come off the internet <laughs> right now. Did you see that, Ash? Right, that's the end of Cheap Eats Remote Edition. That's the end. We're moving okay. on. So we're doing something a bit different on Cheap Show this week. We thought we'd perform a play. That'd be nice. Use our acting skills. Eli, you like acting, don't you? Shut up. Whoa, that was a genuine... Come on, rallying the troops thing. Yeah, fuck off. I think you're an excellent actor. I've seen two films you've been in. One I've watched, and the other one I've watched you perform while it was happening. Oh, yeah, because uh, you stole my role in Ashen's movie, and I'll I'll never forgive you. I did what? Nothing. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, I like a bit of acting, me, Paul. You're right. So, yeah, here we go. Here we go. I don't know what my favourite role of yours is, whether it's I don't Volkswagen wanna, Santa. I don't or, want to discuss this, actually. What do you reckon is your best advert performance? Uh, it's probably an ad that no one saw that I did for Spanish Vodafone. Oh. This was one that was shooting in outside Madrid, and I uh, overslept and missed my plane. <laughs> Which wow. <was> good. <laughs> what, how professional. What, to get there or to get home? To get there, and how did you still get in the advert? They needed someone to do it. You know what I mean. So, <laughs> I mean, they couldn't just fire me then. They had to get another. I love that. Another plane. The next plane for the shots he wasn't there for. They just slapped a wig on a pig and said, "Action." <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> so anyway, Eli was saying we both like a show called On Cinema. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's written by and performed by. Two comedians in the US called Tim Heidecker and Greg Turkington. That's right. Do you want me to keep? Do you want me to keep backing up what you say? Yes. Would you please keep backing up what I say? You know, with a yeah or sure thing, mate. Okay, we'll do. Just be a bit professional and a bit supportive. Okay, good. We'll do. Yeah. And yet, I'm meant to believe in your acting skills on the basis of that. Sure will. Sure will, mate. Good one. Yeah. You squatty. Toilet troll. Right, yeah. so we're going to do a no, play. No, Paul, yeah, good. I am, yeah. I am. Do you know, minute by minute of this recording, my, my enthusiasm and hope has been ebbing away. Yeah, mate, of course, we will do, yeah. 
<laughs> stop it. <laughs> okay, we'll do. Yeah, stop, stop it. it. Yeah, we'll do. Stop. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> Ash, you understand, don't you? I'm enjoying just listening to you two rubbing against each other. <laughs> Good stuff. So let's crack on. Crack on. Cack on. Cack on. Cack off. Oh. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I can actually do anything today. You can do it. Let's do it. Let's cack on right, each other. So, to boil this down, Eli, Ash, and myself are going to perform a thing called Marion's Wish, which was published by Tim Heidecker, Greg Turkerton, and Mock Proshk. And it's a lovely thing. They would send each other texts as a chatty thing between the three of them in private, and they decide to release their threads of text as a playlet. And so this is called Marion's Wish. Shall I read the foreword, which might put a bit more clarification on this sure. process? Sure, and if you, think it's t- if you think it's too boring, uh, you can take it out afterwards, can't you? So here's the foreword. For the past seven years or so, Greg, Mark and I have a text thread going that has brought me more laughter and joy than anything... More joy than most anything... Other form of media. I can, most Jesus any, Christ! And most anything other form of media I can recall. More laughter and joy than me, most right? any that's a wonky sentence. Anything other? Yeah, that's he's written that wrong. That's terrible. Most anything other form right. of media I can recall. No, that's an Americanism, isn't it? That's is it? That's an Americanism. The more joy and laughter, the most anything an, anything other for. No, yeah, you're right. Then yeah, most no, any <laughs> most any other. There's a thing. There's a thing now, that shouldn't be most there. Any other form of media I can recall. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right. Let's forego the four words. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I love this podcast. So based on their text uh, back and forths, they created this narrative. And so I'll be playing the role of Tim. Eli will be playing the role of Greg. Uh, hello. And Ash will be playing the role of Mark. Hello, I'm Mark. Uh, the lights are going down at Cheap Show Theatre. The audience is settling. And I believe we're about to begin. Let's go live now over to Cheap Show Theatre for the performance of Marion's Wish. April 3rd, 2020. Hey, Mark. Marion Howard, granddaughter of Mo Howard, wants to Skype with you. She is 57 and has a mental illness. FYI. She wants to see your shiny, bald head on her computer. What say you? She will pay you $800 for 20 minutes of your time. 8.08pm. Mark, nice way to earn some quick pocket change. Exclamation mark. Mo was my favourite stooge. Exclamation mark. Be sure and ask her where Mo is buried. Would love to find out. 8.55pm. Mark, Daryl has some nude photos of... Presumably, close brackets, 
Mo Howard that he would like authenticated. Could you show them to Marion and ask her if they are Mo or not? 10.01 p.m. How does she even know about me? Who cares? Can I send Amos over to drop off the photos? Thanks, Greg. But I'd rather not see the photos. More interested in having a conversation with Marion. You don't have to look at Mo's dick. Just show the pics to Marion and let her decide if it's him or not. 10.06pm Mark, Marion wants to Skype with you tomorrow, 8am. She wants to have a virtual breakfast. She has some images of Mo she wants to show you. What kind of images? Greg, the images are very private. What images? Of Mo. Ah, cool. Mario will be on as well. Marion. Mario. Marion or Mario? Have you guys, either one of you, got the Larry Fine sauna pigs? Would pay big bucks. Mark, Mario will be recording the event for prosperity. Posterity. Mario. What did I say? <laughs> Something else. <laughs> say it again. Hang on. Mark, Mario will be recording the event for posterity. No, posterity. Posterity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mark, Mario will be recording the event for posterity. Poster <laughs> fucking hell. What's your problem? <laughs> Come on, man. One more time. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Posterity. Yeah. Posterity. Yes. Mark, Mario will be recording the event for posterity. No, I'll say that one again. That was shit. <laughs> Go on. Ready? Mark, Mario will be recording the event for posterity. Mario Walters. He is Barbara Walters' grand-nephew and a fine videographer. Oh, okay. Cool. Daryl knows Mario and can vouch for him. No need. Marion Howard is very interested to possibly sell the footage to an online site. The show will be called Breakfast with Mark and Marion. Awesome, right? Yeah, pretty neat. Mark, get lots of sleep tonight. You have to be up early and be ready for the big show. Okay, looking forward to it. How will I contact her? Uh, can you send five to ten images of your body tonight so Marion can use f for some titles? No, Mario. It's Mario, Paul. You oh, can't. That's the fucking you... problem. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. It's me doing all the fuck ups. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, can uh, mm, can you send five to ten images of your body tonight so Mario can use for some titles? Ten twenty p.m. Mark, when can I expect those images? Mark, Mario has a gun to my head. He wants the pictures now. What pictures? Please send pictures of your body. Like, now. What does that have to do with the Three Stooges? Sorry, Mark, I overpromised. Tim, I could send some of Mark that Daryl has, if that helps you. Just toilet cam stuff, though. Yeah, anything to keep Mario off my ass. What toilet cam? Old toilet cam stuff from your office days. Help me, Mark. Come on, be a friend. Get me pics of your body. Okay, we'll send over 1,500 to 2,500 pics. Oh, right, then there'll be no more problems with Marion. Dropbox. Got it. 
Thanks. Save my ass. 10.48pm. Unfortunately, we'll have to postpone the breakfast show tomorrow. I have received word that Marion Howard has just fell down some stairs and has suffered a concussion. Oh no, that's awful. Is she okay? She was so excited to chat, she just tumbled down the stairs apparently. Has an awful gash on her face now. So sad. Jeez, that's awful. Will, uh, ah, will you record a special message for her? Wishing her well? Of course. Tim, I heard that Marion died. Maybe just a rumour? Amos heard it a couple of minutes ago from Tim. Not you, Tim Smith. I hope it's not true. I really wanted to chat with her. Mark, if it turns out to be true, let's put together a memorial event. No. Tim Smith can be unreliable. I should have known. No worries, the gash was bad. So is the headroom. Head wound. (laughs) (laughs) The headroom in her car. Paul, that's the gag line. You can't fuck that one up. She's doing the whole, the gash was bad and so is the head wound. It's funny. So don't fuck it up. No worries. The gash was bad. And so was the head wound. They're placing it in a medically induced coma just to be safe. Mario's with her. Will she be able to ID the nude pics of Mo? Is her vision blurred? Those were the images she wanted to show Mark. The same ones Daryl has. Mario is texting me now, hang on. The ones where Mo has a hard-on. Hang on. Mario has said she is on life support. Mario is asking what we should do. Hi, Marion. Mark here. Just heard about your accident. Um, Really sorry to hear about it. Hoping that we can schedule in that breakfast soon. So get well and we'll have a lovely chat. Mark, what should Mario do? Mark, Mario thinks he he should take her off life support. What do you think he should do? How the fuck should I know? I've never met the woman. Mark, don't do it. Let her have a chance. Keep her on it. Okay, thank you. Mario says that as well. Okay. What's wrong with him? Why ask me? Mario's just stressed out. Uh, He's going to be in touch tomorrow to go over Marion's last wishes if she passes away. Mark, time for you to take your head out of your arse and actually do something here. You take your head out of your arse, Greg. Why is he relying on me so much? I don't know him, do I? No. Mario is an oddball, but Marion trusts him. It's all good. Mark, you don't need to be so aggressive right now. Show some maturity, please. Do you want to see the curly autopsy pics? Mark, this is confidential, but Marion wants you and Mario to manage Mo Howard's intellectual property. Not Three Stooges stuff, but his personal photography. Okay, Tim. Let's just pray she lives through the night. Greg attaches a graphic black and white gif of a forehead being pulled away from the skull. Mark, would you like to see Curly's brain or Larry's ass? You choose. No, Greg. Greg attaches another black and white gif of a hand touching a brain in a skull. Greg posts a picture of a bare man's butt. Not interested, Greg. Neither. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant both. I will withdraw these pics. April 4th, 2020. 10.39am. Hey Mark, any interest in visiting Curly Joe's last residence later today with Daryl, Adam, Amos and Coral? The guy who lives there now has agreed to let us in. Why is Adam going? He's changed a lot, Mark. He now wants to spend his time enjoying life with friends rather than fighting and provoking violence. Bad news, I won't be able to make this. Dealing with funeral arrangements for Marion. Mark, has Mario reached out? Tim, can you do both? This is our only chance to get inside Curly Joe's old house. No, but take videos. Mark, where are you with Mario? Sad about Marion, but life must go on. 
No, she hasn't passed yet. Mario wanted to prepare for the worst. Mark, have you got back to Mario? He is freaking out. What does he want me to do? I have no idea, mate. You better look... You better look <laughs> oh. Start again. Oh. Hang on, here we go, here we go. I have no idea, but you better help out with this... Or you be... <laughs> I have no... Oh, okay. <laughs> Fucking hell, why can't I read? Jesus. <laughs> right. Shut up so I can get recorded. <laughs> right. Sorry, I'm sorry. Can you get... <laughs> sorry, guys. Sorry. Right. Here we go. I have no idea. Just help out with the Stooge community or they'll come for your head. No, you fucked that. You, you fucked it. You fucked it totally, Paul. The, the lo- you better help out or the Stooge or, community will come yeah, for your head. Oh, you better help me help out or the Stooge community will come for your head. Yeah? Or is the, right. or is the important word there, isn't it? I have no idea. You better help out or the Stooge community will come for your head. Tell him to call me. He's called you several times. Why does he need my help? He doesn't know what to do with Marion's body. If in the event she does pass, hopefully she'll be okay. I guess he just wants to talk. Hope you agree. Tell him to ask you. I don't even know the guy. I tried that. Mark, Google Stooge family funeral planning and work something up. Should take you no time at all. Nothing came up. Call funeral parlours and get into it, man. Do you need me to wipe your ass too? Why do I have to do this? Why doesn't Mario? I have no idea. Oh, Marion is up and about. Can you do the skipper with her tomorrow? Skype. She's fit as a fiddle, my man. Except for a gash. Sure. Would love to. Glad to hear she's doing better. Great. Same deal as tomorrow without all the drama. Laughing, crying emoji. Just heard from Tim Smith that Mario is passed. No, that was a miscommunication from Mario to the wrong Tim. Regarding wrong information on Mario. Marion. Mario. Tim says Marion has passed. No. Tim Smith. Mario said Mario has passed, but that wasn't what happened. Tim said Mario passed. Marion, not Mario. Oh, Marion. Sorry. Autocorrect. Tim, did Mario pass? Sorry, that was meant for Tim Smith. No, no one is gone. Tim says Marion is gone. No, both are healthy at the moment. Mario was just released from the hospital. Marion, Tim doesn't know shit about this. Wait, is this Tim Smith texting? No, this is a group text. Okay, thanks. I'll let everyone know Mario passed. Huh? What? Hey, fellas, bad news. Mario is passed. Sorry, Marion, not Mario. She was 89. Confirmed by Tim. No, I didn't send that. Tim Smith. He got word just now. No, Tim is mistaken. I just spoke with Marion. Sorry, Mario. (laughs) It's still you. (laughs) Right. It's your line, Paul. I've got one more line. I've just got, I just zoned yeah. out. <laughs> I'm sitting there waiting for it. I keep thinking the phone right, keeps here we cutting go. out. Here we go. Right, here we go. 
He just spoke with Mario. When? Mario passed only four minutes ago. Tim was there. I'm on the phone with Mario now. He says all is well. Who's Tim Smith's? Tim Smith is messing with you. Marion passed, not Mario. Marion passed? Yes, sadly. <laughs> no. I had my computer froze when I was scrolling and I hope it would come up in time. Sorry. I couldn't scroll oh, so fast the... enough to it. Marion passed? Yes, sadly. No. Confirmed by Tim. Tim Smith is a prank caller. You said she was dying. No, unfortunately Greg is being pranked. Not very funny. She was fine until she passed. Mario is resting. Marion. Mario? I will ask Tim if he's pulling my leg. Tim Smith. Bad news. Tim was indeed pulling my leg earlier. He just received word that Mario has actually died for real. Well, that's good news. No, Marion did just die. Jesus! Literally on the phone with Mario now. She is with Marion. Marion? Mario. Tim said he died, Tim. She is alive. It was touch and go, but alas, the Grim Reaper had his way. R.I.P. Mario. Sorry, Marion. The services will be tomorrow in Manhattan Beach. Sorry, Tim, you have bad info. Mario is dead. Yes, Tim is with the family now. It's the worst thing that could have happened. Mark, Tim really cared for Marion. Though it's also possible Tim made it all up. Tim Smith is a sick guy. Mario is not answering calls. Maybe if Mark calls her, she might answer for him. I spoke to Mario. Marion. She is fine. And that was at 1.15 today. Tim Smith just texted a grim bit of news from Mar Marion's caretaker, Ava. Marion passed away at 1.48pm. I don't trust Tim, but I do trust Ava. Just heard from Ava via Tim Smith. Marion is fine. It was Mario who passed away unexpectedly. Heart attack, 2.06pm. He was very stressed regarding Marion's funeral preparations. Yes, apparently it was too much to bear. How is Marion? She's recovering. Mark, she wants to give you some of Mo memorabilia. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. I'll do it again from some, She's Recovering. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Right, here we go. <laughs> Have you I'm got like a really small computer screen? This is, this is why. This is why I didn't do Stuart's film <laughs> for this exact this exact reason. Right. She's recovering. Mark, she wants to give you some of Moe's memorabilia. <laughs> no, I've said that wrong as well. Some Mo memorabilia. There's no of. You're putting an of in. Shut up. Mark. Mark. She wants to give you some Mo memorabilia. Any more nudes? I don't have information on that. Mark. Marion passed away this evening from an unrelated illness. Tomorrow's session is cancelled. That's awful. Marion and Marion are now together in, on heaven, Mark. Mark. Mario was going to handle Marion's funeral, but now he's gone. His son Alan is handling it now. So can you help arrange Mario's funeral? Tim Smith tells me that the Mario who was in Marion's life was an imposter. He was trying to pilfer her Mo souvenirs. The real Mario has been in Alaska for four weeks working on a huge land sale. Tim heard from him today. He was very upset someone impersonated him. 
Honestly, I was a little sceptical, because the real Mario is not as hefty as the one who died. Marion had put on weight recently. Sadly, Marion was too mentally ill to be able to communicate to anyone the scam, but she must have known. Tim isn't to be trusted on this. Mark, can you arrange funerals? Sorry, just just funeral for Marion. Marion's son is handling his. I just don't know what to think. Marion and Marion were very close, Mark. Tim Smith was a witness to that. Marion wanted to be buried next to Marion. I do believe the real Marion is still alive and mourning the loss of Marlowe in Juneau, Alaska. Mario is alive. Mark, Marion wanted you to have this stuff. Please pick up by noon tomorrow or you'll be charged a storage fee. 10.41pm Mark, the funeral parlour is getting impatient with you. Please call Marlowe at Forest Lawn. She's the account rep for the cadaver. This is becoming a big problem, Mark. No one knows what to do with Mario's body. Maroons. Marions. How the hell should I know what to do with it? You said Mario. But first call Mario at the funeral home. He died. They're waiting to hear from you. Mario made you the apparent attorney. Mario's dead. Marion is dead. Oh, why did he do that? He didn't, she did. Why isn't Mario the POA? Huh? He died? Mario? Is this Tim Smith? No, she made you in charge. Of Mario? No, of Marion's. Her will. Who died? Mario. Marion. Oh no! Both have gone. That's terrible. Call Mario at Forest Lawn Cemetery tomorrow. I loved her husband. Okay. Mario may be alive, Mark. The Mario may be a fake. Marlo at Forest Lawn can check and see if Mario has a motatu to the right of his balls on his leg. If not, it's not Mario. Call Marlo and ask her. I'm not asking that. I trust you, Tim, that you have the correct information about Marion's passing. Sorry, that was meant for Tim Smith. Mario has been cremated. Is Smith still in this chain? Tim is on this chain. Smith or Heidecker? Heidecker. I can add Tim Smith if you like. He could clear this all up. No, don't. Tim loved Mo, Mark. Heidecker? I'll call Forrest Lawn about Mario and Marion. Mario is not Mario. It's an imposter and the real Mario is in Alaska. Mark, you need to do five things tomorrow. Contact Marriott Cemetery, arrange for ball bursts, get a video of Mo's career, send out a statement to the Stooge community. This fake Mario stole Mario's identity. Also, alert the Fine family. Fake Mario stole from Marion. Jason Fine, Larry's grandson, will want to hear from you. Jason Fine is a goddamn liar. He is not Larry's grandson. His real name is Lawrence Marino, not Fine. His mother was Larry's daughter, correct? Marino conspired with the Mario to steal precious Mo nudes. I'll call Forrest Fine tomorrow. Thank you, Mark. Uh, send dick pics as well when you can. What do dick pics have to do with anything? To confirm it's really you. Don't worry about it. I just thought it would be a nice gesture. Mark, pray for Marion's family tonight. Mark, Mario, the real Mario, wants to meet with you when he returns from Alaska to share memories of his beloved Marion. You'll love these stories. The fake Mario's ashes should be flushed down the toilet, guys. What a scammer. Say that last line again, because <clears throat> it needs to be more of a kind of end point, I think. <clears throat> I don't think the... 
<clears throat> okay, I'll do the whole last speech again if you want. Yeah. Because you're ending it basically with that. It kind of needs to sound finite. That's not... <laughs> oh, fuck off, I know. Come on. <laughs> fuck me up though, Paul. Don't you see it fucks me up because I'm trying to follow what you say and then you put the like... I'll fuck you up. Fucking hell. Finite. So it sounds finite as opposed to infinite. Of course it's not infinite. Fucking hell. Sounds like it's finishing. Is that what you meant to say? Yeah. Do you want to just fucking finish the thing? Do you want to just finish it? All right, I'll fucking finish it. <laughs> are, are you ready? Finite, limited in size or extent. Yeah. Having a specific tense number or person. Yes. So, you said... It's still valid. You, just do your so, what did you line. say to me? You said, try and do that line again and make it sound like it's finite. And so what, <laughs> by that definition of what you've just read out to me... What what on earth are you fucking on about? <laughs> Come on, do your last bit. We can all go home. Okay. Marion's family all died. The Howards. Mark, Mario, the real Mario, wants to meet with you when he returns from Alaska to share memories of his beloved Marion. You will love these stories. The fake Mario's ashes should be flushed down the toilet, guys. What a scammer. What? And that brings us to the end of another Cheap Show Week. We hope you've had fun with me, Eli, and Ash. Have you had fun, boys? Yeah, in a way. Ash, let's promote stuff you do. What are you up to, me mate, good friend, entertainment buddy? I'm literally doing nothing but the podcast I do with Justin Panks at the moment called Pranks and Firth. I presume all your listeners listen. Um, because I presume so. I don't think, I don't think we'd had a, have a listenership without them. Uh, but do, if you don't, go and listen. It's just me and him talking. He comes up with some conspiracy theories uh, that are always good fun. He's not talking about 5G at the moment or anything like that, is he? Uh, he's talking about that, but in a he doesn't believe these things. Good. I don't want the idea of you working with another Amos Amos and oh, Amos Holmes. What's his name? <laughs> Amos, Amos Holmes. Amos Holmes. No, he comes up Amos Holmes. Oh, oh he's Amos stop, Holmes, Paul. one of your characters. <laughs> Paul, you have to stop. Wow, oh, my brain not work. My brain not work. Amos Holmes. Uh, so, so Ash, sorry. Where can they find that podcast? It's everywhere. It's on Spotify, it's on Stitcher, it's on Audible, it's on Acast, it's everywhere. It's not on Audible. It's I made everywhere. that up. I made it up. It's not on Audible. I meant Acast. But yeah, do listen. When he comes up with these conspiracy theories, they fall apart with any kind of thread pulling. But I enjoy it. I just let him go and he, he goes and um, he's got some great ones about uh, aliens putting some sort of fungus in our brains. They're great. I love them. I think an alien put fungus in my fucking brain this week. I smoke fungus. <laughs> <laughs> you what? I smoke mushrooms. Good. Right. So, Eli, on Twitter, where can they find you? Eli Snoid, E-L-I-S-N-O-I-D. Uh, I'm at Paul Gannon Show, and you can follow us on Twitter as a podcast on at 
the Cheap Show Pod. And also, if you want any merch, if you want to buy any of the magazines uh, that Cheap Show has, if you want to vote, you can now vote in the Cheap Show 2020 Awards. All you got to do is go to our website, thecheapshow.co.uk. There are links all over the front page that will take you to the voting page for the awards, to the merch page, to events, a uh, fantastic magazine, uh, Cheap Show magazine, uh, online shop. And uh, what else? Oh, yeah, my book. If you want to help me support... Uh, what is it I'm doing? You're writing Unbound. a book. If you want to help support... Yeah, I'm writing a book, and I'm doing it through Unbound. That means I have to raise the money. Based on this week's podcast, I can't wait to read it. <laughs> I can't wait to... <laughs> can't wait to attempt to read it. No, a reading, it's going to be fine. I just won't be able to do the audiobook version. It's going to be That's the first the book that is put together like a jigsaw, where all the words are going to be in there. You've just got to try and work them out, listener, and fi- try and piece them together into some sort of book. Yeah, basically, I'm making a word jumble. So if you want to hear a spooky word jumble <laughs> book, you can support me, unbound.com forward slash books forward slash ghosts, and donate anything you like. And also, if you're feeling, if you're feeling flush... Our patreon.com forward slash cheap show page will allow you to help support this podcast with any donation you feel appropriate. Mm. And that's it. Mm. What are you going to do tonight, boys? I'm going to have a bath, the highlight of my bloody day. Um, I, after having a poo. I've received some comics. Well, I've just finished Luigi's Mansion 3 and I can't, I can't recommend it enough. I'm replaying... Mario, Super Mario 3D World from the beginning and collecting every minute. Why? I gave you some brand new games to play with. All right, I'll play them. What are you playing on, Eli? Yeah, otherwise I could be having fun with... You know what? I can't (laughs) fucking speak. I'm just done. I'm bored. My brain keeps literally shutting down (laughs) mid-sentence. Let's stop And I'm sitting next to the radiator with my dressing gown on and I'm sweating buckets. So that's what I'm fucking doing tonight. Ash, thank you for joining us this week. We'll get you back real soon. I'll be back whenever you have me. I'm very, very Where are you on Twitter as well? At at Ash Frith. Ash Frith. Anyone who follows me, um, I say this, uh, if you follow me and ask me a question, I will answer the first question you ask truthfully and wholeheartedly. Well, that's a lawsuit waiting to happen. So by all... By all means, support that. That's all for us this week on Cheap Show. Have fun, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, but guys and dolls. Oh, now then, now then, I was about that then. Bye. Bye. Don't want to say bye either of bye, you? Bye, I love you. Bye. I did say Boom. bye. Cunts. Fuck, Fuck it. Shut up. Seems fair. Seems fair. I didn't hear it. You've got a fat you mouth. shut up. I'm sick of both You've got here. a fucking fat mouth. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. My, ha- my mouth are like your hands. Right, I'm stopping this. Goodbye. <laughs> Yeah, I'm stopping this as well. I'm going to just carry on talking to myself. I'm carrying on.